Carl Sagan was like a, an American astrologer or astrologist, and he wrote an essay called The Little Blue Dot, and there's a video about it and everything. It's pretty incredible, and it's imagery that I can't get out of my head either. And the amazing thing is it talks about, like, how huge the physical universe is. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard for us as humans to get our minds around how really vast it is. He makes the analogy like if the universe were a beach, Earth is one little grain of sand on this giant beach. Not unlike how I am one grain of sand on the beach if you're talking about Earth, seven billion people. So sometimes it feels like we're really so insignificant, it's kind of hard to uh, believe that Source is really there for us because it's just so, and who gave thought to create all that other physical stuff? I mean, there's got to be something giving thought to all that. This question has come up many times through the years. How can we get to the beginning of thought? And we've been explaining to all of you more yesterday than today, even that your inner being is always looking forward, never back. And the reason for that is because we are eternal beings who are in the constant state of becoming. And so what is thrilling to us is the convergence of contrast, which causes the birthing of a new something and then attention upon it takes thought forward. And that's where all of the exhilaration is. That's where all of the joy is. And so we really cannot in any way that would satisfy you answer a question about where any of it came from we can only ask you to acknowledge what's here and to feel the expansion of it even as you are experiencing your now it is logical when you look at it the way you were discussing from what you were reading and from your assessment of how many of you there are and how many galaxies there are and how many planets there are and how many whatever there are that you could bring yourself through that conversation to a place of feeling insignificant and everything that we've been talking about here today has been the opposite of that because it isn't your insignificance that we want you to beat the drum of and add the engines on your train to it's your significance it's your importance it's your value it's the important part that you play and the only way that we know that we could help an individual or individuals because you're not alone in this a lot do it who have found some way to make themselves through the numbers that they gather feel insignificant is by introducing you to the larger part of you who is never insignificant who is connected with more and more and more and more and more we've talked already today about how you are an extension of source energy and when you are allowing yourself through the thoughts that you think through the resonant with source thoughts that you think then you can feel the wholeness of who you are the bigness the importance the value but when you pinch yourself off from that you're always going to feel bad what that's the discussion that we have all day every day negative emotion is always the indicator that you are making yourself insignificant by not being part of the significant whole isn't that perfectly logical just think in terms of numbers and statistics as you understand them in your physical realm 
People often think that there is power in numbers as they line themselves all up one, two, three, four, seven billion. And as they line themselves up, then they want to get together in clusters so that they can be significant, so that they can be important. But what we've noticed is that in their attempt to be significant by lining up with other humans or by lining up with other manifestations is that they more often than not make themselves feel less significant than significant because the more others they address and the more others they observe and the more others they take on then the more they split their own energy and disconnect from the stream of bigness and wholeness that they really are. So it's such an interesting conversation. Of course, you can look at anything from whatever perspective that you decide to. But the prudent thing to do is to look at it from the perspective that feels right to you, that feels whole to you. Anything that makes you feel uneasy is not the perspective that your inner being holds. Anything that makes you feel insignificant is not the perspective that your inner being holds. So maybe we'd like to sort of do a little play on words and ask you to not be insignificant by pinching yourself off from your significance, by pinching yourself off from who you really are, but we get it. You just have to play with it until you find your way in it. That's really good. I got that. Yeah. Now I've got one quick question related to the first question. When that story came in my head, I, I kind of felt like I even knew who it was to. I felt like it was almost to children, not, and I don't, and I, I mean, children are okay, but I, I, I'm, but. It, well, not to children, but to the innocent. Oh, that's good. Oh my God, that's really good. No, because, no, when you said that, I immediately thought of, when I'm with my friend's kids and they look up at me, sometimes when they're in that little innocent state, I actually see those paintings of the kids with the big giant eyes, you know, looking, the cartoony looking. That's who it's for. And so it's for the innocence in everyone. Right. Awesome. Jesus said, the meek shall inherit the earth. And that's a similar notion that he was talking about. In your non-resistance, feeling it aren't you I am in your non-resistance there is the allowing of your significance as always happy to be here first I want to talk about when I am in the now I recognize myself because I feel there are mixed sensations in my brain in my head and all over my body and then I recognize myself that I lose myself when I start to doubt so well we just had that conversation didn't we yeah here's where I want to go but what we mean is okay. the conversation that we just had is the basis from which mm. we can take this one further when you are allowing yourself the convergence or blending with the whole of who you are mm -hmm. you are more you feel more you know more but when you are focused upon things that your inner being is not then you lose that connection and that's what doubt is doubt is the emotion you feel when all of you isn't having the now I always want to be more it's like I want to be there that's wrong maybe <laughs> just wanted to be there so let us put your mind at ease a bit okay the reason that we were excited to talk about step five is because we do not ask you we know that it is not possible to be in physical form and be without resistance 
and we also know that not only is it not possible to be without resistance you would not want to be without resistance because without resistance you could not identify or focus clearly your desire into being and so there is nothing wrong with you moving about a little bit in this spectrum it's a matter of understanding it and once you understand it that is enough of course you want to practice it for your personal satisfaction but not because someone else is evaluating you and judging you and feeling disappointed about it and that's what we feel from you as we are having this conversation you and so many others are accustomed to seeing someone outside of you making the determination about what you are doing yeah. and there is not any of that going on ever yeah, it's and I all self-imposed yeah, I know that when I am in my now moment but when you're not you don't no, know yeah, it so yeah. know it and then you'll feel better <laughs> yeah. We're going to play with all of you just a little bit by asking you why the reluctance to move in the direction of what feels best. Why that reluctance? And the answer has to be practice. I've just practiced myself into some resistance. But now you have this knowledge, you won't practice it without being aware of it. Your guidance system is kicked into high gear. With the conversations that we have here in a gathering like today, you have activated your resonance with your inner being significantly enough that you will never again deviate from the fullness of it without knowing that you're doing it. Now, what you do next is your choice, but it isn't a choice for you to punish yourself over. Sometimes Esther says, I'm Henri and I'm choosing to be Henri and leave me alone. I've decided to be Henri. And sometimes being Henri for a day makes her appreciate being tuned in the next day. There's nothing wrong with you moving about. If you were on your high flying disc all the time, you would lose your ability to know where you are. If you only saw light and there was no dark, you couldn't focus your camera. There has to be hunger before there's even an interest in eating, usually. Yeah. <laughs> so just be easier on yourself about it. Don't ask for perfection. Relax into the joy. Jerry's statement always, and Esther offers it to herself every day, just mold it into the place just molding it into place just molding it into place and the place that you're molding it into is a place of comfort the place of satisfaction the place of clarity the place that feels the best that's what you're doing but how do you know if there's not something to measure it or feel it against well I know it when I in the now yes I know it I, I yes my brain is it's going to explode the, yes. there are orgasmic sensations that are all over so I know what I am there yes